Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What's open? It's been Tud. <laughs> Guten Tag. It's Obert here. And welcome to Oktoberfest of Palooza uh, Returns. I mean, it technically never left. Never went year. away. <laughs> never year. went away. That's it's right. Las Unsbeard trinking. Yeah, there we go. Let's drink all the beer, is what Ted said in German. Yes. Um, now that we have a reason to. See. Th- thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks da. to Oktoberfest of Belusa. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, welcome to our a, a yearly celebration of the rest of the year around Oktoberfest. Um, yeah. But because of, of some kind of NFL CBA, um, we have, have, we've just been running it all year. It's just been going nonstop. Yeah, the official Oktoberfest in Germany was canceled. Didn't right. happen. Right. Two years in a row, right? Two years in a row. So it's up to us to celebrate our own Oktoberfest of Palooza instead. Right. Yeah, Oktoberfest really needs to get on this. I mean, my back's starting to get a little sore from having to carry their festivities for two years in a row. I mean, yeah. we like doing it. Um, you know, it's a lot of fun. I really wish, I feel like... I feel bad because clearly there's possibly never going to be an Oktoberfest ever again because we're doing such a good job with Oktoberfest of Palooza. Um, At this point, if they were to take it away from us next year, people would complain. Right, right. You know, we moved on. It's the 21st century. We have have podcasts now. (laughs) We don't need a a big tent in a field (laughs) in New York. so, So are we officially canceling Oktoberfest? Um, I no. don't think we're canceling it. I think it just is. Like you we know how you know how, you know how things get canceled. I think that's what happened. Like a TV yeah. show, like when they when TV shows or, just get canceled, or, or people. I think people get canceled too now. Like you can just cancel whatever. So it's canceled. Canceled. Uh, it's just canceled. It's canceled. Canceled. It's canceled. It's us now. Oktoberfest of Palooza. <laughs> we're Oktoberfest of Palooza now. Yeah, it's, it's the so we've been I, talking a I lot thing. about what about Oktoberfest of Palooza, but we haven't really defined what it is. Well, it's it already is. they can go look it up on in the dictionary. It's right below Oktoberfest. That's true. I don't have a dictionary <laughs> with me because it's the year 2021, and dictionaries don't exist anymore. Just Google Oktoberfest of Palooza, and I'm, I wonder if. I wonder if we gotta we, be up there. We gotta be first page. <laughs> okay, let's see. Hold on, Google. <laughs> we gotta figure this out. Sorry, folks. We need to get to the bottom of this one before we go any further. <laughs> All right. So surprisingly, Oktoberfest of Palooza has no search results. Uh, hold on. <sighs> let's see. Multipalooza 2019. You get out of here. Oktoberfest of Palooza on Facebook. Oh my goodness. Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest no, of Palooza takes... I typed in Oktoberfest of Palooza, and we are the third... We're the first non-ad-supported link, number 57. That means we're the first link. Yeah, yeah. Oktoberfest of Palooza on YouTube. There we I, go. I'm, not, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at a different... Are you using, like, Ask Jeeves or something? But anyway, listeners, Oktoberfest of Palooza is our annual celebration of all things Oktoberfest. The food, the beer, the history... Most of the beer, um, and I, I love it. It's the the one week of the podcast I look forward to second most after Mister Oscar every year. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, yeah, we we drink traditional Oktoberfest beers. 
Who uh, who wants to crack open their Oktoberfest beer first? Um, uh, well, all right. So pulling back the kimono here, uh, yeah. Chris, Chris and I are aware that we have the lifting, same beer. Lifting the drindle. As <laughs> lifting the drindle. <laughs> yes. Um, Chris and I are aware that we have the same beers. So I think Chris and I should both go first. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Obert, you did drink on the pregame, so you still have some of your, your pregame beer yeah. left. Our patrons already heard me talk about my beer. Yes. Right. Um, and to be fair, this is not like a local Oktoberfest, uh, or Marsen style beer, uh, like I would normally try and bring to the pod, but I was walking in Walmart and, uh, oh I, my God, I was, in, see, I was in target. As, he was in as target. any good story starts as every story starts. Um, I was walking through Walmart and I saw this, uh, this beer and, uh, and Uber mug, Das Uber mug, um, combo and i mean it's just one of those things that like you just i had to buy it and i was like okay well i'm gonna save this for october festapalooza and we got like this your 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 paulner Paul, uh, paulaner Oktoberfest beer but the giant <laughs> one uh head for head for scale one liter one one huge. oh look at that yep big old so, can big old cans and I don't think um, I've ever seen a liter can before. I no, it, it, came, it, came, it came just like this. Oh, look, the can fits in the the glass. I yep. like that. But, <laughs> but um, you know, how how do you not? How do you not? <laughs> I couldn't pass it up. You I was to. in I was in Iowa, and I bought this and brought it back from Iowa with me to drink on the podcast. Oh, that's a little bit more intense. Um. So unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't get like a local Marzen, but hey, at least I got this. But giant you went the traditional route, Uber mug. Yes, the so Chris is. I think Chris is really underselling the Uber mug. It is legitimately the world's biggest mug. Um, I believe this is actually what they they give you in Oktoberfest because they're just ginormous, and it's going to fit a Stein. Liter beer. Stein is the technical term. No, this right. is Oktoberfest. They're called Steins. It's Uber mugging. Okay. That's super mug. Um, but yes, uh, yeah, so we have officially renamed Steins yeah. for October yeah, Festival Palooza. Das Ubermuggen. Das, das Ubermuggen. Um, and uh, so I'm very excited to, to try and drink this entire beer tonight. I don't know. Same as had. I know I've had this beer before. I actually may have brought this beer on the podcast last year, but, I mean, it's traditional. You can't, you so, can't go wrong with it. So I don't know if I've ever had this beer before. Hmm. Um. I've had the is what's the other one the West West Hoppin, West Westenfern. There's another like really. I, I I know what you're trying to say, but it's like a, it's the oldest. I think it's the oldest German brewery, and Paul Lanner is like the second oldest bre- German brewery. Like the other one has been around since like 1040, and yeah. this one's been around since 1634. So uh, Weinheim is what well, the name yes. of the other one is. Yeah, yeah. So, a fun, fun fact about that, uh, Steiner is actually opening their first U.S. brewery Ooh. in Charlotte, North Carolina. Fantastic. No way. Yep. So, first ever U.S. brewery, first time brewing outside of Germany. They're opening in Charlotte. I think it's opening, I assume, next year at this point. Um, so, we, we'll, be able to get, we'll be able to get some of that fresh from the from the, from the the makers themselves. So I'm going to pour this thing. Yeah. Watch out. So much beer. 
Oh my goodness. Ah, Chris had for days. Yeah, it's it's not the so easiest. Much it's not the easiest thing to pour. I'm not gonna lie. Um, no. It is. And now we're gonna now we're gonna chug it. <laughs> oh, yours looks like mine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it, apparently you guys that's did well, bad job. <laughs> bad job pouring. The can doesn't have a good lip for pouring. And this I is... think what you have to do is you have to crack it and then quick and then like put the mug over it upside down and then flip the whole thing. Is that how it goes? You know, if you would have told us that, I would have done it for you. Yeah. It's it's well, too late oh, well. now. Next I'm, year. I'm pot committed to this <laughs> option. When I, drink a, when I drink a liter of beer on Oktoberfest to Palooza 4. Uh, See, if well, I had known that you guys were each having this, I would have got one too. But uh, uh, I guess it's just a happy accident that you both ended up with the Paul Anner. Yeah. So I didn't know that Chris had this until he opened my fridge while he was here. And he was like, he's like, hey, that's the beer I'm drinking for Oktoberfest to Palooza. I said, oh, funny story. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting for this head to die down. Well, while you're waiting for that, well, I didn't want to s- spoil too much from an article I'm going to read later, but um, there are six official Oktoberfest beers, Ooh. Uh, and those are the only breweries that are allowed to serve beer at the tents in Munich, and Paul Anner is is one of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does say so, the original from Munich Oktoberfest right on the can. Yeah. So you guys have the real deal. Yeah. I mean, well, once the head dies down in 10 years. I do have a, uh, a, in pure Tud fashion, while we wait, I can read the paragraph on the can. Okay, is this English or German? It is <laughs> oh, in I English. It's German. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the contents of this special one liter can provides you with a special opportunity. The brewers of Paul Lanner invite you to enjoy what attendees at the Munich Oktoberfest experience in the tents at the world's famous event. Paulaner Oktoberfest beer, the number one Oktoberfest beer in Germany, whose legend is almost as big as the event itself. Reminds you of a hit Oktoberfest sunshine. A hit? Yeah. Wow, that's a weird word. Um, a hit of Oktoberfest sunshine, flavorful and golden. The locals call it liquid gold. Hmm. So while saying Prost in the famous tents on the grounds of the Weizen in the meadows of Munich, where the Oktoberfest uh, still takes place with friends and other beer lovers from around the world is the preferable way to experience Oktoberfest. This this once-a-year beer will allow you to join the celebration right in your own backyard. Then it, then it gives you the recipe. Huh. What's in it? Um, Water, malted barley, hop, one hop. Not hops, hop. One hop, one hop one this hop. time? One hop this time. <laughs> okay, uh, by recipe, he meant ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> store store cool and dry serve at seven seven degrees celsius or 45 degrees fahrenheit best before production date see below i don't see a production date it's best oh, before the production date interesting they, they yeah, want you I know, to, right they want you to drink it before may 3rd 2022 okay just under the wire yeah we just made it just made it uh the head is dying down um but as is tradition it's uh very clear very clear uh light Marzen. Uh, well, actually, this is Oktoberfest, so um, it's very heavy. <laughs> yeah, I, I see why they do Steinholding competitions now. Right? Oh my goodness. This yeah, is, do you remember last year you did the Steinholding competitions? Yeah. Oh, that was two years ago. Was um, it? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like you guys should should compete now that you each have the same weight. The, the, <laughs> well, my, unfortunately, I like... I've, I, I've had shoulder surgery, so my shoulders so are no gives... longer what they used to be. <laughs> 
Okay, so, so, so the tally mark goes to Chris. Okay. Exactly. Let me just so I'll put it on the board. Put it on the board. <laughs> Oktoberfest Steinholding tally mark. First official one goes to me. <sighs> mm, there you go. I actually have the whole can emptied now. So There we go. This is a you know, I know this was like just an impulse buy, but like I don't know. I'm not I'm not upset about it. Pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I bought I bought it mostly for the mug. The u- Uber yeah. mugging. That's yeah. Uber Everybody mugging. should have an Uber mug at home. It comes yeah. in handy at times. Well, you know, I I've I've had I've had smaller uh mug uh steins, Uber muggins. Um but uh this one is legit. Like if we were going to um Willy Brew for Stein night, like this is the stein you want. Like this, this is, is one of those steins that they would say that they were only filling like three quarters of it because it's yes, that big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think maybe we take a. How do we do this? Well, I think we're just gonna drink it and give our reaction first. Yeah, that sounds good. So, Tud, because we have the same beer. Prost. Prost. Ching ching ching. Uber cheers. Uber cheers. Das Uber cheers. Ticky tacky, ticky tacky. Oi, oi, oi. It's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Ooh, almost broke tradition there on Oktoberfest. That would have been. <laughs> Whew. If only we had Oktoberfest Palooza drops. Um, but anyways, uh, so what are you thinking, Todd? What do you think? I, I don't. I don't. I think you said you haven't had this. I'm pretty sure I did last year. So uh, I like it. Um, mm-hmm. It's very. So on the nose, it smells like it's going to be you know a little bitter. Um, you know, definitely more of that that multi Oktoberfest type of style. Um, the mouth the mouth feels uh, don't let me down at all in that matter. I mean, it tastes like a really crisp, clean beer. Um, I've never been to Germany to have uh, to see like a German sunshine, but you know, if I was going to imagine what a German sunshine tasted like, I think that this is what this is what it would be. Um, it's it's what, very. What is a German sunshine? Did you? It said it on the back of the can. Oh, oh, okay, okay. It was just. Oh, never mind. I thought it was like a drink that I like didn't know. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is when we throw things back to to prior things I've said on the show. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, no, it's it's very crisp. It's it's refreshing. Um, you know, it, this is so like I've had a lot of Hefeweizens or Oktoberfest beers in the U.S. Like I this time of year, I like to go out and I, you know, if a brewery has an Oktoberfest or a Hefeweizen, something that's just done more in, to like a Marzen to help celebrate Oktoberfest, I normally order one um, to try it and. Mm. I think I was probably always doing myself a little bit of a disservice because I never had, you know, the original. Um, and now I know what they're going for, and it 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 does not let me down. It's delicious. Yeah, it's 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 so one thing that I noticed with beers like this versus like Marzins and Oktoberfest you get over here is it's much much lighter than some of the Oktoberfest you get. Like um, even even like Sam's Oktoberfest, I feel is darker. Um, maybe more malty than this. This is like light crisp. Like you were saying uh, a little bit of that malt, the, the maltiness, the bat, the multi backbone. Now mine has been out of the fridge longer than yours. So, you know, it's a little bit warmer, but still drinks pretty good. Um, I think I still would rather have it be uh, colder, but uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a solid, it's a solid beer. I remember it being solid last year. 
or whenever I had it. And uh, it still it still holds up. Still a solid beer. Um, <clears throat> I'm not normally I don't I don't dislike Marzins or Oktoberfests, but they're not my like favorite kind of beers. I think like fall beers in general, I'm not the biggest fan of. Um, definitely more of like the warmer weather and or colder weather. <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah, for some reason like uh, I just uh, haven't really gotten it. Um, I haven't really made a. Uh, I enjoy them, but I don't go out of my way for them. And, uh, you know, maybe we should change it. Maybe Oktoberfest to Palooza beer should be like hazy IPS. <laughs> it's like a, a Christmas in July take on Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I don't like it's. I find it odd that you don't go out of like if you don't go out and seek this style of beer. I mean, I know it's not our, you know, any one of the three of us's go to style, but to me, I just I feel like I have to drink it every October or in September just because it's the only time I get to have it. And every time I'm always like, "Wow, this is really good." I wish that like I wish they did this type of beer, not not an Oktoberfest style, but if they did this type of beer like year round, I would probably drink a lot more of these. Right? Yeah, I'm much more in Tud's boat than Chris's, where I enjoy a good lager. Um, I you know we talk about. Jack's Abbey and in, in uh, Massachusetts, or there's um, what's the name of the brewery by me? Um, there's the one in Missoula that does all lagers for the most part, and uh, yeah, I think I think it's Highlander does mostly just all lagers, and uh, I I enjoy a nice crisp, clean Marzen or Oktoberfest or just um, just like a really good like a hefty full-bodied lager to just throw down on Sunday watching football. You know, that's, to me, the the leaves are changing. It's like, yeah, I need I need me a good, a nice lager right now. A nice transition beer between the, the hoppiness of summer and the stoutiness of winter. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see that. And that's actually funny. This actually brings up something that uh, Dana and I were talking about earlier. But uh, she saw an article that said... Um, and for, for, forgive me, I don't have it in front of me, but it said something along the lines of like the return of the lager. Like lagers are becoming more prominent, more, and they're like trying to regain their throne in the beer world. So I was wondering, like, you know, after he, hearing what you guys have said, it sounds like is is are are people looking more towards those lagers now after being bombarded with hops and I, and and brownie brownie Sunday IPAs for the last forty two years? So. I, I think so, and I think it's be, I think it's for the reasons I was going to highlight with with what Obert was saying is that there's just sometimes where I just prefer this style of beer. Like you know, I we on the pregame we were talking about how I went to a, a stout festival over the weekend, and just after a certain amount of stouts, you're stouted out. Uh, same thing with IPAs. After a certain amount of IPAs, I mean, now granted that number's a lot higher than stouts, um, but after a certain number of them, and even you know if you're drinking it for a few days in a row. Sometimes you just need to switch it up. I don't know because I haven't done it. Um, and, you know, I've done it with like Bud Light, but like I don't know if there's a point with like this style of beer where I would just be like I've had enough because I don't think it's I don't think it's complex in its own way, but it's not complex enough to like kill your taste buds. Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, um, I think it's funny because brewers love to make complex, delicious lagers, but I feel like. The market isn't really there. And as we talked about with at least one of our guests before, that lagers are expensive to make. You know, you got to 
they're called lager because you have to store them. You have to age them. Uh, and it's, it's the, if the market's not there, brewers can make as much lagers, beers as they want. And if people keep going towards the haze, hazy IPAs, then, you know, that'll be that. There's not, there's never going to be a, uh, tree house of amber ale, you know, <laughs> there's True. never going to be like, like that pinnacle because it is a very, um, basic taste. It's, there isn't a lot of complexity that you can add in. There's not a lot of over the topness that you can do with, with just the caramel flavoring of the, of your generic lagers, you know. But we've seen things like the Schwartz beer that somebody had on a couple weeks ago. Um, that one, the the Fox Farm one, that was the collaboration with that Texas brewery. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the 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 Grodinski, the Grodzitski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the super smoky thing. It was delicious. Yeah. I, I could see more return traditional styles like that that are just like super out there and uh, and unusual, but have their own thing and i think that was a i think that was a lager right was it a, or was it a smoked ale um i don't know the official qual the official designation of it i think it's its own style um yeah so i don't know what what that it's got to be some type of german lager right i mean we do have the well, it was power polish of, i believe right it was a polish style mm, i believe it, that's what it, it was. was yeah yeah i don't think grudzitski is a german word but <laughs> Um, um, well, I know Fox, especially Fox Farm. I know they have been focusing a lot more on um, some of their lager, lagering, and things of that nature. So, especially since they brought that guy over from Germany, Lagerville. Lagerville. I, I think they brought him over from Belgium. Yeah, Belgium, Belgium, Belgium. Lagerville, Belgium. Belgium. Um, <laughs> I always get it confused with lagers. Belgium, <laughs> well famous for their lagers. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Robin. Oh, right. False shark. False, um, false shark. So anyway, we've beat around the bush enough. You True. guys have ratings for this um, this Oktoberfest, the Paul Lanner Oktoberfest. Yeah. Um, in pure audio gold fashion, Chris, do you want to give a little one, two, three countdown? And, and just shout them out? Yeah. I'm good yeah. with that. Okay. All right. Ready? One, two, two three. Three point seven five. Three, I don't know if I finished my sentence, but yeah, three point seven five. Same. I, th- I think I heard. <laughs> I think I heard the same words, and I was like, I was like, all right. Got got confused. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, three, 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 three and three quarters. Pretty, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. It's it's a sol- It's a it's like a solid traditional uh, Oktoberfest style beer. So um, <clears throat> and that's coming from uh, a, a lover of Oktoberfest and a and a distinct uh, work friend. Of Oktoberfest. <laughs> um, now I know I rated it before. I don't know what. There's probably well, there's a couple things on here. So you may have rated the pa- the Paul Anner, um Oktoberfest Marzen. Oh, maybe. But Ooh. this is a different beer. This is the Paul Anner Oktoberfest beer, which is a fest beer. Is the official oh. categorization on um, huh. on Untapped. And um, neither of you have checked it in before, but seventy six thousand seven hundred. Oh. Um, oh, okay. This, so this, and this is, not a lot of people have tried this beer before. Yeah, yeah. Seventy six thousand seven hundred eighty one other people have checked it in. Okay. Um, yeah. So, what do you guys think? You guys think uh, you want to give me the countdown on your official rating here? Obert, I think you should count us down. 
Okay. I don't want to cheating off me. I'm going to count you down in the only way that I know how. All right. Oh, okay. I'm on the signal. You guys are going to, uh, I thought you were going to count down in German. You guys are, you know, I should do that, but I don't know the German (laughs) words for three, two, one. Um, (laughs) It's it's um, not undo and twat. No, that's, that's French. Yeah. Um, but on my signal, you guys are going to give me your review. Your, yep. your guess for untapped. Okay. You locked it in. Locked, locked it, in. it in. Locked it in. Final answer. Okay. Okay. Ready. 3.68. Ooh, wow. We were, we were close. Damn, we were close. What did you say, to, uh, Chris? I said 3.65. 3.65. And Ted said 3.68. Yeah. Wow. Well, Chris is on the board. I don't like that Chris undercut me because I I was trying to undercut him just a little bit. I was like, oh, I'm going to try to go lower. (laughs) Well, you guys should have kept trying to undercut each other because it's only a 3.55. Oh, damn. Okay. All right. Point one. Uh, Yeah. Leaving some space for me. The summer of the hot, hot, hot Obert summer might continue. Um. (laughs) To our, uh, yeah, our Indian fall here. (laughs) Yeah. That's not that high of a rating. Or like that's that. No, I mean seventy six thousand check ins. I guess we we probably should have thought thought that through. But yeah, yeah. But it's not like it's like this is a well thought of beer. Um, yeah, I mean, I know, think I, that we we hype it up because we have our whole. It's very special to us. But some people, this is just like, hey, I just saw this very big big ass mug in a store and I bought this beer and it's a three and a half. Yep, yep. That's exactly right. And uh, apparently, like seventy thousand out of these seventy-six thousand people thought that. So. <laughs> they all bought it for the big mug, but uh, yeah. But I still got—I I don't know—I still got a little bit of a mug left. Almost yeah, I've done. still got still got about half. Mm. I will say, I'm noticing it's easier to. Dr- it's. I think these mugs are designed uh, for chugging because, like, I just, I just have to. I just got to. Are you it's- just realizing this now, Chris? I've not I my mug usage comparative to like everything else extremely low extremely low mug usage so yeah nor- normally you know you got the schnifters and stuff but uh, or just a straight up pint glass mug you uh, or my, not mug uh, uber uber mugging thus uber mugging <laughs> uh, but yeah it's but yeah I'm, I'm like like this is going down pretty pretty quick for one second liter, easiest one thing to chug out of other than a pot I would say. <laughs> or, uh, where does where does funnel rank on that below below das Ubermuggen? That's like not even drinking. That's just like like just splooshing into your body. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, just hi- hydraulically pressed into your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is pretty close to splooshing, to be honest. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, but I guess it's time for my beer. Yeah. So over. What is your beer? He's like, well, lo and behold, I've got the ba-boom. <laughs> yeah. Same and I'm, I'm going to get the guess right. It's a 3.55, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. This is all part of my plan. <laughs> Master plan. No, this is um, one I was very excited to bring. Uh, I've had, I haven't checked it in yet, but I bought a four pack and I drank the other three already. So I know I, I like this one a lot. This is um, the... This is from Mountain Mountains Walking, and it is their uh, Smoky Oktoberfest selection. Yeah, so I'm gonna grab that from the the fridge right now and rinse out my das my Uber fridge o- Oktoberfest 2011 yeah, Willy Brew mug that uh, 
I, I got with Chris, yep. you know, a decade ago. Yeah, I know. Not, to, that's, that's not to highlight how long we've been drinking together. Goodness. I know. But, it's um, crazy. Yeah. But I figured what better use to, to have than to have it on tonight. And, I uh, approve. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go grab that beer. Hang on. Uh, okay. And um, oh, before before we move on, I do want to retcon our last, our last discussion a little bit. I'm on their web, Paul Anner's website. Their Oktoberfest beer... Um, you guys are consuming 470 calories of uh, of beer tonight each. That's it. And um, wow, really? Yeah, yeah. Just just a fifth, just a, a quarter of your daily your daily intake, and six percent ABV. We, I don't know if we mentioned that, but no, it, it does say the six percent ABV. But one liter of beer for 470 calories, I'll take that all day. I'll take that all day. Yeah, that's a that's a really good that's, <laughs> that's a really good a, a uh, beer to calorie ratio. Steal. 30 grams of carbs and uh, 5 grams of protein right there. Get big. Hashtag get big. So, Hercules uh, and Holler Tower. Hops. I mean, I, I've seen Germans, and they're, Germans in general seem to be, you know, beer drinking jack guys. Um, so, you know, Germans are like Germans are like super athletes. Like, they're like, you know, running around all jacked and swole, you know, running marathons, chugging beers with kegs strapped to their back. It's a That's a German, right? I mean... So now I'm learning their ways. Soon I'm going to be Uber Tud. That's how you get hashtag Tud fit. Just move das, to Germany. That's Uber Tud. Yeah. Be turned into Uber Tud. <laughs> but as I alluded to, and you asked what I had to drink tonight, this is, again, Mountains Walking out of Bozeman. Mm. Um, I don't know if I can say the best brewery in Montana, but it's, it's like top three. These guys are consistently pumping out great stuff. I've had this... I- out of some beer boxes I've had, I've had some of that sent to me, not from you, but like from like big beer boxes. All their stuff I've yeah. had has been great. Like they're fantastic. Yeah, they know what they're doing for sure. Um, and this is their Chopping Wood Smoketoberfest. Yeah, so it is S M O A K apostrophe Toberfest. It is a smoked Oktoberfest style lager aged two months. As always, I like their more abstract, fun can art. They got a little uh, little stump, some trees. You, they're really leaning into the. There's a little bison on there. You know, they got the chopping wood thing down. Um, as I've also mentioned, I've had three of these before, so this is the last one of the four pack I've been saving, saving for the pod. So I already know I'm gonna like it. Um, some good ASMR see. there. Oh yep. yeah, for sure. Definitely get that smoke aroma right away. That smoke aroma. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they get the smoke in the can. If they use that liquid smoke stuff. I think I like to imagine that they they throw a nice little piece of smoky oak into each can and then pour the beer on top of it. Yeah. To well, put no. out the fire. And then, it, then it dissolves. Yeah. Oh, then it dissolves. Okay. Because yep. I was going to say, yeah. there's no little, no little smoky yep. pieces come out. They thought of everything. They did. <laughs> Got to invest in this dissolving wood technology. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in my day, wood didn't dissolve like that. Um, I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. So as you can see, it looks a lot, a lot like the Oktoberfest that you have—that golden October sky, sun drops, or whatever we're calling it. <laughs> um, 
that nice, slightly hazy golden straw color, just that beautiful yellow. And as I mentioned, you get a lot of the smoke on the nose. So let's dive right in. Not the um, not the smokiest beer I've ever had. Not it's like not a, not a Grodzinski. Not the Grodzinski, but um, the smoke really balances quite nicely with those more subdued crystal malts, um, the caramel flavors, just the um, the more subdued hop profile for sure. It's just a well balanced beer, and I'm glad I'm drinking this now because I do well. Full disclosure, our patrons know this already, but I'm coming off of a uh, pumpkin cider, so it's a little bit of a palate adjustment. <laughs> but it does seem like it the profile has changed a little bit, even in just the couple weeks I've had this in the fridge, because I'm getting a, a little bit more of that. The flavor's breaking down, um, not as crisp and clean as I as I remembered it was a couple weeks ago. Still a tasty beer. Um, still wish I had more than just the one four-pack. This is my last one, sadly. Um, I like this beer because it's very different. I've shared this with a couple of friends and everybody who I've, who I've offered it to has been like, wow, this is really interesting. Hmm. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not your normal go-to beer, but as you talked about with, you can only have so many stouts, so many IPAs. This is a fun, different one to add into the rotation. It sounds like it. Um, you know, I, I always, I have a soft spot for smoked beers. Um, I, I, I do like it when my beers are smoky. Um, so it sounds like something that I would probably enjoy. Yeah, this is definitely a Tud beer. Um, this is a four two five on the Tud scale. If I'm if I can channel <laughs> Tud Cleo, I think this would be a Tud four and a quarter uh, easily. Now I really wish I had some. Yeah, and um, it's going to get a four and a quarter for me too, which is really high for a lager. Oh wow, that is high. Um, but it earns it. It earns it being unique. You won't find this a beer like this anywhere else in Montana for sure. These guys are like one of the few breweries that are willing to try and do something this this out there. Um, this is a crazier twist on your traditional German styles. So I applaud them for doing that. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, smoky, smoky beers are, I don't know, I kind of I like smoky beers. So maybe, Especially maybe. this time of year. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go outside and you, you, you light a fire, you get the smoke in your face, you drink a smoky beer, just covered in smoke. <laughs> back in my back in my youth in Connecticut, this would be the time of year that you would go out to wait for the school bus, and uh, there'd be like the first frost. You know, it'd be a nice chilly morning in the fall. The leaves would be coming down, and you're you're you'd smell that wood stove smoke and fr- come wafting in from somewhere. And you're like, it smells like a really crisp fall day. That's what this beer reminds <laughs> me of. Now in Montana, we have open burn season starts October first, so it's a different kind of smoke. Right. It's still smoky around here. Intentional smoke. You've, I mean, you've been smelling yeah. smoke at this point for months now. Yeah, no, we actually had a pretty we had a pretty smoke-free September. Um, and they're doing some uh, prescribed burns on the mountain uh, to kind of clear out some of that brush and uh, just reduce the fire risk. They were doing that last week and this week. Actually, I can, I can see it out the window, the glow in the night of the, the prescribed burn, which is cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. gotta look. That's gotta look neat. It does. It does look neat. Um, but anyway, how many beers? How many check-ins we got on this this mountains walking Smoketoberfest? The chopping wood. So um, there are two hundred and twenty-two check-ins, of which um, one of them is a is a mutual friend who I believe probably had it with you when he was in Montana. Okay. Yeah, I I'm sure of that. 
220 something you said 222 222 okay oh man um smoke such a polarizing flavor i feel like we've been pretty far off on every smoky beer that we've tried to guess the average of as a group the three of us um but you know you're getting into when you try this beer right i think it was better than like i said i've offered to people who aren't big smoky beer fans and they liked it too so because that maybe i'll i'll change my guess to be a little higher than i first thought with like a 3.99 so you you overshot it a little bit um but it's still very highly rated it's a 3.84 okay yeah chris gets the tally mark that's good (laughs) yeah i went a little high you know um i did the same thing you guys did where i was like you know i i thought more highly of these oktoberfests than than the general untapped population does. What was your guess before you decided to go high? I, I didn't have a number. I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, high threes, not not quite a four. But then I was like, it is mountains walking. They have that little bit of hop pipe. You don't get this beer unless you know what you're signing up for, you know. So okay. that's why I was like, people are gonna be closer to a four on this. Um, gotcha. Yeah, so I kind of bumped it from a low 3.9 to a high 3.9, if that makes sense. Should have stuck with that original gut guess. I should have. I should (laughs) have. But uh, no, Chris, honk, 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 honk. Keep that gate. You got the tally on the board. I feel like it's it's been a while. I've been waiting to to, to, to make that second fence for a while, I feel. That's right. Yeah, you're at 10. (laughs) Count them. I feel like I've been waiting for that for a while, so I'm glad to finally have broken through. We're all three <laughs> apart. We have 13 to 10 to 7. So I can't believe we've had that whiteboard that many weeks already. I know. I'm trying to think, thinking about best that. A, best Amazon purchase I'd never made. <laughs> yeah, it's, all, it's, it's very nice that your friend with Amazon Prime used his Amazon Prime to send you a gift. Now, granted, you it's paid that for, I paid for. You it's paid that for, I paid for. Uh, I you say, paid for said item. It's a business then, expense. It's a business but then expense. He also, it's fine. Then he also went on to, to buy you an awesome birthday gift, too. It's true. Yeah. You want to see that or hear that birthday gift in action, you better become a patron. So you can uh, you can listen to me opening a beer on the pregame with this awesome grizzly bottle opener. <laughs> um, now, we've got a couple things to talk about here. I want to keep our podcast from getting too long. But, um, Ted, before I talk a little bit about how you can celebrate Oktoberfest at home, I heard you got a beer box recently. I did get a beer box. Um, so, uh, you know, friend of the pod, co-host of the pod, Jenna, uh, sent me a beer box with uh, some of those smooge beers that we had been talking about. Um, you, know, you got the smooge all over you. I got the smooge everywhere. It's all, <laughs> it's, it's all up in my fridge. <laughs> Smooge criminal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she sent me the tr- the both uh, flavors, which w- one's tropical and the other one's drawing a blank on the other one. One's gold and one's purple or pink, well, okay. depending on what you want to call it. The tropical one is the gold. Uh, strawberry something, isn't it? I think, yeah, it's strawberry. Something. It's the one that Jenna had on the podcast. Banana, strawberry, strawberry, banana, something like that, maybe? That sounds about right. I don't know something. I have something. Not, I've something. Something red. <laughs> um, I have not had either one of them yet because I was not in town this weekend. Um, so they're in my fridge. Apparently, they have to be stored upside down. Um, oh yeah. So they're she they're actually that. upside down in my fridge. Uh, she also sent me a beer from um, 
It's called Boss Tweed. It's from, uh, uh, what the hell's the name of that brewery? They also do M43. Uh, drawing a blank on the name, but it's another local Michigan IPA. And then she sent me a couple bottles as well. Uh, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool beer box. I was pretty excited to get all the smooges. And now I can compare them to the, uh... Old Nation. The, yeah, Old Nation. There you go. Um, now I can compare them to the, the seltzers from Abomination that I think are very smooge-like. Chris had one while he was here. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. It, very good. Super thick, um, basically like a smoothie seltzer. So I do look forward to trying the smooge and seeing how it holds up. Oh, yeah. That was the... You had that the Luscious from Abomination. That was the one that you had previously. Yep. Yeah, so we're going to see if that holds up to the smooge. Okay. Yeah, that'll be a fun taste test because, like, I had the Bozeman Bubbles one, and uh, I, I'm intrigued by this. Like, we're just giving up on calling them a beers. Yeah, they're I like, know, right? You know, it's well, they're just both, a seltzer. But... The, the, luscious, the Luscious, like, markets itself as a smoothie seltzer. It does not market itself as a beer. I believe the smooge is the same way that it's marketing itself as a seltzer. It's not, it's not marketing itself as a beer. Right, right. Yeah, I believe, I believe that's correct. And actually, it's a it's funny. Uh, Jenna is in the process of. She's actually sent me. She's sending me a package as well. But she like, <laughs> she sent me uh, something uh, from whatever carrier she's sending it through. I don't want to say it just in case they're listening. Um, and it was just like package. It was like delivery pending. All of a sudden, it was like, uh oh, oh no, it got taken. <laughs> so who knows if I'm gonna get it or not? That'll be a fun <laughs> surprise for everybody. But, Your package uh, was going through security and then got pulled aside in the line. Uh, excuse me, can you come over here? <laughs> yeah, it got that treatment. But uh, hopefully, it comes here because I want. I also want to sm- smooge all over the place. Um, it'd be pretty. It'd be pretty good. I can't wait to hear it too. I can't wait to hear your smooge. <laughs> Audio smooge. <laughs> mm. This is getting better as it gets warmer. It definitely gets the more smoke comes out and mm. just reminds you of being like an old colonial home where like the walls just smell like like cooking fire. Well, I mean, that's a good question. Like, are you supposed to drink these cold or are you supposed to let them warm up a bit? Because I feel like when, you, when you're at this Oktoberfest. This one was too cold. That was too cold? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because like at Oktoberfest, I'm like, you're, you're in a big tent. You got this giant liter of beer. Like, it's going to get warm. 45 degrees warm, Fahrenheit. 45 degrees? Okay, okay. That's what, the can, that's, that's what, that's that's what our joke. can said. I didn't read the can. You read the can. You're the can reader. <laughs> the, um, either the website or on tap to Paul Anner said that uh, at the festival, the the waitress ladies, whatever the official designation is, they hold 10 of them at a time in each hand. Jeez and race. The, imagine yeah. the forearms. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let you know this. Chris, there's, there's no Chris, way in hell. Chris, the smooge is next week. Hang yeah, on. Talk about the smooge. <laughs> oh man, but uh, there's, there's no way in hell I can hold ten. I, it, it, they have to do it like finger by finger, and like, they, like they must rest upon each other just the right way. Well, I think yeah. they, they line all, they like fan out, so you grab all ten handles. It's just a matter of if you can hold that much. I don't think it's as much on your hands as much as it is on your arms, but hmm. I don't know. I never tried to lift all ten. Well, like 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 we've been saying, we'll eventually go to Oktoberfest as a as yep. a podcast. Got a Oktoberfest, uh, get a Drindle, and we'll try it ourselves. Yep, yep. So. As long as I can bring my Uber mug in with me. Uber das Uber mug in. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh-huh. Um, but no, I did want to keep it on the Oktoberfest theme. And uh, while there is no official Oktoberfest, we've all agreed that it's been replaced officially from here on <laughs> yep. out by Oktoberfest to Palooza. Yep. That'll just run you around. And just keep right. going. Yeah. Um, I did find an article from the spruceeats.com on how to throw an Oktoberfest celebration at home, um, which you can look up at www.thespruceeats.com slash how hyphen to <laughs> throw an Oktoberfest celebration at home with hyphens in between all of those um, for yourself. And that's where I um, found that fact earlier that I shared where there are only six official German lagers that they have at the Oktoberfest tents in Munich. There's the Augustiner, which I'm a big fan of. Um, I think that's Ben's favorite. Um, the Hacker Shore, which is spelled with a P, P-S-C-H-O-R-R. Lowen Brown. Paul Anner uh, Spotten, which is the one I had last year. Spotten is good. It's my second favorite. And the uh, Hofbrau House was another one that, that's popular. So the so the Westenfer so, is not a is not a the Weinheimstefaner yeah yeah no I guess they're not uh, they don't make the cut of official Oktoberfest huh. beers yeah that's weird mm-hmm. they haven't been around for, it's like they're a hundred years too late probably <laughs> well no they're make from that eighteen hundred something cut off they're from ten forty like they're they're old oh, they're too early then maybe that's the problem <laughs> <laughs> they didn't hit it just right. They're there. They're, they were. They were there before October. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't want to delve too much into the food because we've. I've done that as a handle on previous years, and I talked about it a couple weeks ago about my Oktoberfest that I did at home. But um, this article talks all about how to make your own pretzels, which I've I've talked about it in uh, at length. You can also do. Um, they have recipes for. Uh, Schweinbraten, which is pork roasted with dark beer and onions, a roasted Ooh. ham hock, which is uh, Schweinshocks, and uh, crispy roasted chicken, Ooh. as well as all of the different sausages. Um, there's a billion. <laughs> um, and they all say to spice up your Oktoberfest at home with a blue and white checker tablecloth. You got to have the traditional Bavarian colors, of course. Um, you need an Uber muggin. That's weird that they say that on this website, but, uh, <laughs> you know, they have a link to a Spotify uh, Oompa playlist. So you can really rock that German music at home to get, to get ready. I don't know if that's how yeah. it goes. Uh, kind of. I think it's with more like tuba. But really, those are the ingredients you need to to celebrate your Oktoberfest at home. And uh, this is a fun article that really has all the elements you can you can use to celebrate. If you heard what I did for my birthday a couple weeks ago, and you were like, you know what? I need more German celebration in my life. Click on this link. I'll put it in the show notes for real this week. And um, <laughs> you can make your own Oktoberfest at home. It's not too late. As we here at Oktoberfest of Palooza realized, you can celebrate Oktoberfest year-round if you really want to. You just have I, to stock up on the beer at appropriate times right. when you're selling it. I mean, I think that you know, up in the Northeast, at least, this is the first like weekend that I've noticed the leaves even starting to change. So I think we're a little bit behind schedule up here, uh, maybe just due to rain and how warm it's been. Um, 
But I think this this after this weekend, I think a lot of people are going to be looking around to do an Oktoberfest celebration now because now it's it finally feels like fall is here. Uh, we're about a month late, but we're we're getting there. Yeah. Well, you know, cool. some the the Southerners had to bring up the the good weather for a little bit, so you know. <laughs> Chris is approaching the end of lawn mowing beer season. I think uh, it's it was it's still it's going to be seventy nine tomorrow. So. Yeah, approaching, approaching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not quite there yet, but yeah, it's going to be high as 79 tomorrow, so it's going to be a little chilly. <laughs> yeah, it's at the point now where you could wear pants. Shorts are no longer mandatory. Yes, that that's true. But, you know, I actually was saying, I, I texted you guys when I got back from, from Connecticut. I unloaded the car. It took me like 30, 35 minutes. And I was like drenched in sweat because it was 96% humidity at 11 o'clock at night. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> it's like, why is this this way? Why do I live here? Meanwhile, uh, I was sitting on the couch in a, in a blanket and a sweatshirt. Be right, like, oh, it's right. very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had my gas fireplace running full blast last couple of days. Mm-hmm. No, not, it's, been, not, it's been frosty this morning yeah we're not quite we're not quite there yet it's comfortable my walk to the car in the morning you know what they say weather is different in different places <laughs> i was <laughs> like where are we going with this everybody's i was waiting for you guys to join me in yeah no everybody's favorite podcast uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right well if you celebrate oktoberfest or oktoberfest of palooza as people some people are calling it now um in your own way at home, please let us know. Discord and or Instagram and or uh, write us a physical letter at dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we want to hear about your celebrations. But um, Yeah, and, what's, and what is your favorite part of Oktoberfest? That's another thing we want to know too. A palooza. Is it, yeah. Is it the food? Is it the beer? Is it something else? Did we miss something? Are you just a big mustard fan? You're just a big fan of mustard. I think it's the Lederhosen for me. Yeah. Oh, you like to wear the Lederhosen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm very into very into wearing leather. Leather. Uh, I what would you call that? The suspenders. Leather suspenders. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All Listen, the time. This is a judgment-free zone. You do you. Yeah. I will. I will do me. But uh, it's time to take our three-handled frosty Uber mug of wisdom out of the freezer, fill it up with turbo German advice and um, all kinds of Oktoberfest or non-Oktoberfest related handles. But um, to do that, we got to let Jordan take it, take us, transport us to that magical place by uh, serenading us with the song. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom! Drink. Mug of wisdom! Chris Todd Overt 
mug of wisdom. All right, Jordan, thank you as always. Check him out, Wreck My Podcast. Uh, get your nostalgia fix there with some fun dudes who like to talk about, you know, the 90s and early 2000s and stuff. Muchas um, gracias. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Danke, Shane. Thank you for telling us the lyrics. We found out. Quick update. Our, our Instagram followers already know this, but apparently the line is, finish that Clamato. Right. Yes. Yeah. Of course, in reference to 118 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, you know. but it's not, even, it's not even the Chilada. It's the Clamato. Right. So oh. he really had a stretch for that rhyme, I think, with yeah. whatever the original lyrics are. But, uh, you know, I Jordan, thanks. We, we love the song. We love hearing it every week. I hope you do too, listeners, because I have a lot of fun with it. Um, but Chris, honk, 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 honk. For the tenth time that I celebrate you with these honks, showering you with honks, man of the people, gatekeeper, um, did your Colts win? Two minute warning. <laughs> Two minute warning. Okay. But Are they about to win? Nope. Nope. Actually, uh, Baltimore's about to tie it up, so I'm not happy about this at all. They're probably about to lose. Yeah, we're probably gonna lose, but that's okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't expect we, to win, but I was really hoping we were going to. We um, uh we love old sports news here on the podcast. <laughs> they may yeah. still win. You'll find out soon, I'm sure. Um, I like how little faith you have in them that like the fact that your team is winning and you're like in total despair. Oh yeah. No. You're like, I already yeah, I already it's feel it's like it. your team's up by five points and they're about to score a touchdown. You're I'm, like uh, they're, they're actually, about to tie it up, so we're gonna lose. They're up they're up by eight, so they need to they need the touchdown and two point conversion. <laughs> <laughs> and I still don't think we're gonna win. Anything could happen. Anything uh, could happen. Listen, the Colts can hold on. I'm uh, all right. Anyways, it's about to start anyway. again. Um, Why don't you give us your handle and I'm then you can to, pay attention yes. to the game while uh, we give our handles. That is, uh, I was I was going to do that because uh, you you kept saying celebrate and celebration and celebrations and things Good of that times. nature, and uh, it reminded me of a big thing that happened. Band? Big thing that happened this year. We all know. Uh, everybody knows in the entire world. It is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon this year. So very excited. Obviously, obviously, very exciting. very exciting for that. But they released a a card set, uh, a set called Pokemon Celebrations, um, which uh, released this past Friday on the eighth. So, um, and what it is, it's it's a small set. It's fifty cards, and uh, there's basically a uh, a new set, and then <gasps> he fumbled. He fumbled at the one. Yes, let's go. Let's go. Um. Anyways. <clears throat> Lamar <laughs> Jackson just fumbled at the one yard line. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I'll, I'll start from the beginning. It's fine. No, no, no. I gotta keep all this okay. in. This is the authentic reaction. Oh yes, he fumbled at the one yard. Did line. they recover? Hold on, hold on. The Colts hold on. did. Oh no! Wait, no. He well, he was down, but they knocked it out before he was touched. Oh no! They gave it. Really? Are you kidding me? Really? That's bull. Okay, now we ta- now we. Oh, I'm mad about that. <sighs> Anyways. Um, okay. Anyways, there's only a minute left. This this is too much for me right now. <laughs> We're going to thought- take a pause on the handle right now. We're going to watch 60 seconds of football. We're going to come back, listeners, and uh, we'll let you know how the game ended up. Okay? Sounds good. <laughs> what if he goes to overtime? Oh, no. Oh, man. How is that? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to them at the end of the fourth quarter. A few moments later. 
All right, so quick update. Um, it is a tie game. It is yes. going uh, it into is overtime. Going into overtime. Mr. Mr. Game winning field goal at the end of regulation. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, but like I was saying, uh, Pokemon uh, released a trading card game uh, expansion, uh, so to say, called Celebrations to celebrate twenty the twenty fifth anniversary of Pokemon. And the cool thing about it is, there's twenty five new cards, um, which are all holographic, all legendaries. Um, a really really awesome artwork um, on these, and they have the uh, the celebrations symbol on it, which is this uh, this fun showing the co-host that symbol, the fun Pikachu with the 25 on it. Um, but the cool thing that they did with this set is they're actually reprinting older cards. So um, there's 25, which are called the classical collection. And these are cards that you've seen um, throughout, your, like from our childhood all the way up to uh, some of the more recent generations. And some of the big cards that you're talking about are like uh, the base set, Charizard and Blastoise and Venusaur and um, you know some other really really cool cards throughout the the set like those three alone are like super nostalgic super cool um, really really awesome to see them reprinted and um, but throughout the years um, if you've been a devout uh, Pokemon TCG fan for the last 20 years or so um, you'll see some fun cards like a Shining Magikarp, uh, Rockets Gyarados, Rockets Zapdos, um, Team Magma's Groudon, things like that, and they're all like redone. They look really nice. They 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 have a lot of a lot of fun sparkles on them. So um, if you're a big Pokemon nerd like I am, and uh, a lot of folks in the world are, um, I would check it out if you can. They're very hard to find right now because they just released and they are all sold out. I think everywhere. But um, I was lucky to yeah. get. So I have a question and a follow up. Yep. First question is if I've never. If I'm not into Pokemon collect- card collecting, um, do, would I care about this? I mean, probably not, honestly. Okay. Follow-up question. If I am into card collect Pokemon card collecting, is you making this your handle the first that I'm hearing about this? Also, probably not. No. Okay. Yeah. So, so who's the handle for? It's for everybody. It's for people okay. that don't know. <laughs> For people that don't I mean, in all honesty, I had no idea that it existed. So uh, I, at least I learned something out of it's, it. It's, you know, it's pretty cool. I enjoy it, but keep an eye out if I, you see. I do like this the sound sound of that shining magic carp. The, the shining magic carp is a, a pretty sweet card. That's um, cool. Yeah, I haven't pulled it yet. I only pulled uh, I pulled two classic cards so far, and I pulled Imposter Professor Oak and Team Magma's Groudon. So. Um, but they're going to be hard to come by. But if you get those uh, those nostalgic cards, the for me the, the the big three in the base set are like my entire childhood. So that's that's really what I want. So um, you know, tune in to Beardad Gamer and see if we see if we pull them. So, Where have you had luck finding these at retail stores? In retail stores, I haven't had a lot of luck yet. But I did do some pre-orders. I've done I've done some pre-ordering. So. Um, I have uh, two boxes that came in the other day, two boxes coming in tomorrow, and then I have six coming, I think, in the next future waves. Oh, so, boy. Yep. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear about this handle in February. Um, <laughs> but uh, who's going next, Chris? Um, I think I'm going to let Obert go next. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, show, I, I... show Tud some courtesy. He does not show me. Yeah, there we go. I uh, I gave my co-host a little preview of my handle, and um, it's a similar theme, 
Asian Asian influenced pop culture. It's uh, the show, the Netflix show Squid Game. Um, Squid Game, Squid Game. Don't yep, know what it is. It's a song they don't sing at all. Oh, it's, I've heard that song. It's um like probably the number one show right now in like eighty countries around the world. It's um your classic Hunger Games type style. Uh, you know, I'm gonna keep this as spoiler light as possible. Yeah, don't ruin it for me. Um, I haven't watched an episode of it yet. I won't ruin it for you, but um, it ta- it's a South Korean show made in South Korea with uh, English subtitles, or you can do um, you know dubbed as well if you have a hard time reading. But um, the yeah, the basic premise is it's contestants competing for their their lives to win money in South Korea because these people are like down and out. They need the cash. Um, and it's really like a, a powerful critique on capitalism, but it's also a uh, fun, uh, fun insight into, you know, the human psyche. And it's, it, there's a reason why it's so popular. It's, it's a good game. The characters are, are really interesting. The old guy is my favorite. And um, I'm, probably one or two episodes away from the, the finale now uh it's they really know how to give you those hooks at the end of the episode i'll tell you what they they know how to make you tune in for the next one for sure um but yeah if that's if if it's a genre you don't normally tune into this is worth making the exception for um i recommend the subtitles but um hey i know that's not for everybody so you know you could try it with the the dubbed language as pop as well but um you know and if it is if it is up your your alley uh, you know you don't need to hear from me you've already heard about the show and you probably already checked it out i i've been cold netflix has been cold for me lately it's been like probably six months since i've watched something on netflix that i really enjoyed and this is one of those things first first original programming in a long time that i've been like hell yeah netflix give me more of this so squid game um Add me to the list of people who are going to recommend this to you because it's worthwhile. It's really worthwhile. It's a good show. And um, I think you'll like it, random listener. If you like this show, you like Squid, Squid Game. Cool. Do we fall in the same genre as Squid Game? Yeah, we're dubbed. We have, we have, oh. we're, we're secretly recorded in like, you know, English, like, like UK I don't know English, how you dub a podcast. <laughs> we're secretly recorded in, we're secretly recorded in Australia, <laughs> but... We come out in American accents. That's how it works. Mm. Yeah, I've, no, I've, I, se- I've, I've seen and heard of this, but I had no, literally no idea what it was. I was like, I've, I've not watched it, and um, but yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's um, we don't fall in the same genre, but I think if you're if you like this show, it means that you like good things. So, oh. Squid Game's also a good thing. That's what. It, okay, got you. Yeah. Got you. Okay, well, Todd, take it home. Our Uber mug has room for um, a few more ounces of frosty Oktoberfest beer. So um, my final handle, first of all, I need to make an amendment to last week's uh, handle. Um, sports sports betting on your phone was apparently delayed because Connecticut is stupid and never can get anything right on the first shot. Uh, so, you know, there's no betting. You're not allowed to bet from your phone yet. They say, they say it should come along shortly. Um, I don't really... I don't really know what to say there. Um, it's Connecticut, so probably 2025 is when we'll be able to bet on our phone. Um, I think you owe our listeners an apology. That's what I'm saying. I am sorry. 
I got really excited. I was super bummed on Thursday when it didn't happen. Um, like legitimately like in shock that I wasn't able to do this because I like to gamble on sports and I happen to be somewhat decent at it. So anyways, um, my fault. So, uh, did the question that was, did the Redbirds win? The Cardinals did win. Which Cardinals? Both. Both Cardinals won. Sorry, Connecticut fans. If you were betting on a red bird advice, you uh, you missed out. You missed out on a could lot have made some serious cash. Yep, yep. You would have you would have you know quadrupled your four hundred one k by making that bet. But but Connecticut's stupid. So write your government, tell them that they're dumb. Um, and that's <laughs> Ask them that. to let you bet your four your entirety of your four hundred one k on um, birds that are red. Correct. Yeah. Um. So my handle this week. Um, I'm actually going to, so I was going to do a TV show, but I'm actually going to do something a little bit different. Um, in honor of Obert, and this is, this is usually the way Obert celebrates Oktoberfest. I'm going to give out a recipe for my favorite, uh, German style food. Ooh, I oh, like this. Okay. And that is called Bavarian Hunter's Beef Stew. I don't know if you guys have mm. ever had this before, but it's, no. it is a, uh, it's a stew made with high quality beef chuck, um, some, White onions, some mushrooms, some red wine, a cup of beef stock, some potatoes, and some carrots. And uh, basically... Yeah, I've had that recipe before. Are you on the podcast or no? Just in life? No. Just in life. Okay. Yeah. With the red wine, though, I feel like that was what made it unique. That's a, that's what adds a little spice. That's the little Tud, little secret ingredient. That is the that is the little Tud secret ingredient. You got to add in the dried red wine. Um, but basically what you do is you, you, you season the meat, you heat up the vegetables, and then you basically add everything together and, um, and then you let it sit in a crock pot for hours upon, upon hours and let it kind of cook down and turn into a stew. But it's that red wine that you add in at the beginning while you're, while you're doing your original, um, like vegetable cook. So like you're throwing those in the bottom of the pan and you're simmering that up before you add the water, you add the red wine and let that kind of simmer down a little bit to kind of let that wine seep into the vegetables and then you throw in the beef and then you throw in the in the the liquid and boom you've got an amazing barbarian you got a stew going baby you got, yeah you got, <laughs> you got an amazing barbarian hunter stew it's 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 particular to german um that's it's my favorite thing that i get from when i go to like german restaurants though. interesting yeah i love yeah. making a beef stew it is hashtag stew season right now in my it's, getting, it's getting there for us we're not quite there it's almost hashtag chili season season here but you know i have a recipe for that too that i can share at another date okay i'm looking forward to that yeah break out that crock pot uh yeah i love doing all that stuff this time of year between between now and thanksgiving i do all the hearty stuff i get all that crock pot goodness uh and just eat it all up i love it so much it is it is the perfect time of year for it um and then i recommend when you're having that barbarian beef stew you pour yourself a nice oktoberfest Sit down and then enjoy. Be like a German. See, I disagree. I think you have to drink an entire bottle of wine minus one cup. It's what I would recommend <laughs> to drink with that recipe. I mean, you could do that. You know, if you yeah. want to, if you want to make sure that the next day is going to be rough for you, you can do that. Well, you know, you have the stew. You're going to have leftovers. You got the wine. You can have leftovers too. But you, you had to use the cup for the wine. You got to. You can't just leave the bottle hanging out. Well, a know? lot of time you use cooking wine. I mean, so that way oh, you don't. Okay, that was this is a this is like a cooking wine recipe. Not like <laughs> well, you, I mean, you could use cooking wine. wine. I guess you could do drinking wine too. But why would you? Why would you waste 
money on good wine for this when you can it just adds in a nice little flavor it's not you're not going to notice it kind of like when you add beer to chili it's there but it's not there you say that but i use my gradzitskis with my chili and you get that nice smoke flavor Ooh, there you go yeah all right so with that we'd like to thank you all for listening uh we'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers i will go first and thank paul anner munchen for their paul anner oktoberfest beer I, too, would like to thank Paul Lehner for their Oktoberfest beer. And I'm going to thank Mountains Walking, of course, for their Choppin' Wood Smoketoberfest. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you're sending us you know, what your favorite parts of Oktoberfest are and what you look forward to the most. And if you try, um, you know, my recipe or if you try Obert's recipes in the past from making pretzels, make sure you, you share with us that too. Um, also make sure you head over to discord and join the conversation over there. I noticed that our friend of the pod, Dan joined this past week. Um, also make sure you head over to Patreon where there's, um, a, a pregame episode live and waiting for you where Obert drank a pumpkin cider, so if you want to hear about Obert drinking the pumpkin cider, head over there. Uh, we also have a lot of other episodes over there, and we want to we do want to thank our patrons for um, being patrons. And we also like to you know give a, a shout out to our newest patron, Shay. Shay, thank you for joining the DAWF podcast crew over at Patreon.com. Um, also, make sure you head over to wherever you get your podcasts and uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed already. Why why have you not? And also, head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a review. And share this podcast with your friends, especially if they like beer or if they just like Oktoberfest and they want to celebrate Oktoberfest Palooza all year round with us, send them, to, send them to talk to us. We'll take good care of them. And with that, my name's Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. I've only got a little bit of beer left. Nice job. Oh, you're still going? Ticky tacky, ticky tacky, oi, oi, oi. Ticky tacky, ticky tacky, oi, oi, oi. I've had I a finished, migraine all day. I finished like 30 minutes ago. I had a migraine for 10 minutes. <laughs> I wish this headache would go away. It's like terrible. I wish I had a second one. I probably Do we have a both. Colts update? No, they lost. Oh. Told you. I knew it. We were up by we were up by twenty five. I knew we were gonna lose. <laughs>